Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the hot human voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. The reason uh, for the heat and the humidity is this. It's kind of uh, kind of avoidable. It's the hot season. And I wait and ask for you to do what you do to be cool at this time of year because there's uh, not much escape from it. Anyway, here we are with the food show, and it's great to be here with that every day. We are here. Uh, we hardly ever miss a spot. And here's what we do. We talk about food. We talk about restaurants, cooking, wine, uh, cocktails, little uh, snick snacks that you pick up wherever it is that you go and pick up uh, things to eat here and there. 260 260-63-68. It is really going on in here in the studio, and it's great to be here with you talking about food and restaurants and all those things as we have done so just now, and there we are, and it's still hot out there. And oh my gosh, it's so hot. It's unbelievably it's pretty, hot. Pretty hot. I, I just like maybe it's because my air conditioner is broken in the car, but it's uh, frightening. That's your car? Frightening. Oh, that car. Oh, yes. I was going to include that in uh, the little... The good news is you don't have to drive with me anymore. I don't have to. I don't? No. No? Why not? Because you're a real pain. You do? I'm a pain? Yeah, that's... I am a pain. The amazing part about that is that that's so (laughs) shocking to you. (laughs) That's what I find so amusing. All right. Everybody have a good weekend. Everybody have a good weekend. We had a good weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, the weekend was wonderful. We had a wonderful meal at Del Porto yeah. with uh, some friends, and it was, that is just my favorite, that's my favorite restaurant locally. Which one? Del Porto. It's oh, just, Del Porto. I love yeah. it, love it, love it, love it. We were there for quite a while, but it was a great evening. I mean, we, we had a, a lot of fun with a lot of people we know and a few people that we don't know. Uh, we so started with uh, drinks at the Southern Hotel, which is always drinks. a treat. Ah, I love the drinks. That is always a treat. Yeah. And then we went over to Del Porto. Mm-hmm. We were actually going to go to Lola, but they got they got zapped with some lightning, so they they? they were out of business for for the evening. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they are not out of business now. We had lunch there today, but but uh, they were they were done for that evening. That's for sure. Well, I guess they have the right to do that. Once you get uh, hit by a, a, a lightning, uh, you're, say, you're good for the evening. I would say so, yeah. And they were blowing up some uh, tracks, uh, tracks, excuse me, blowing out uh, some uh, firecrackers out here in back of the cool water. They range. were? Oh, my goodness. When was that? It was, it was huge. Uh, I must it, not have been here. Wednesday you know what night. else happened? No. Somebody came and dumped a whole bunch of rocks on the road. I, I wasn't here for that either. Yeah. On the road? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's really like you're just sort of like floating on so many rocks, which is I haven't it's needed to be done for a while. But anyway. Pardon me. I just uh, I haven't introduced uh, Mary Ann, who is here as 
not not an appendage to the uh, to the show. As a matter of fact, what what do you what do you, what do you call yourself? You have a uh, are you do you have a category? I call myself the wife. The wife. Well, all right, the wife. We will uh, have some fun with woo. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Wow, Tom, uh, you have like a big mess up here on this I screen. Do. Yeah, you I just. I didn't do that. You have this. Uh, give me your curse. Give me your uh, mouse there, because I'm gonna try and get your your gourmet Good. gazetteer up, which I can't really do it a show without. Happen. It is dead. I can't even do it. With, I mean, it's like great, I can't. To my great chagrin. I need. I need this. I need this little crutch. I'll be the first to admit I need a crutch. This is my crutch. You have it here. Yeah. Well, you're you gonna find it. it's not gonna be here for long. Uh, but it's it's funny. It just uh, this this. Uh, Internet stuff. You just never yeah, get the goofy little things that. Uh, it's definitely uh, gotten the better of you, I have to say. I know. <laughs> and of our uh, main computer guy in, uh, in uh, yeah. China. Anyway. Uh, it's uh, kind of dispuzzled him, too. Yeah. Okay. So now here is all we need to do is figure out how to get this bigger. And then we'll be fine. This is endlessly fascinating, I'm sure, to uh, to everyone. So, all right. So, uh, just please stop with that, please. Pretty please. When it's really well, allowed, move your, it makes me move your headsets. Yeah. Okay. okay? Move right. them a little bit because yeah, okay. then we're going to have a problem. All right. 2606368 is the number. That's 260-MENU. Mm -hmm. We are here talking about food and really kind of haven't started talking about food. Well, we but we would love it. to talk about food with you. So if you had an interesting weekend or if you have some great plans this week, I think a lot of places might be closed this week for the 4th of July. You know, I was expecting to run into that here and there, but as you know, we went to a couple of places uh, that were, you know, just rolling right along. What's the, that? Uh, it's not scopes. I wonder. Never uh, slopes. No, that's not it. It's the big place with all the football games and all that. You know. Oh, chimes. 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 I don't know why I okay. keep that in my. I'm going to out you now, Tom. I'm You're going to out. I'm going to out you. Yeah. Tom yeah. has decided that he likes chimes. I don't know what that means, but he's decided that he likes chimes. A place that he has done nothing but complain about forever. He has decided he likes it. So we went over to chimes on Saturday and um, we ordered at the bar. This is a new thing. He's mm -hmm. getting, we're hanging out at the bar at chimes. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just funny to me. Well, you know, when your um, manual abstracts here uh, goes away, we're, you have to do something. We're hanging out at the bar at Chimes, so we are literally sitting at the bar at Chimes, watching the bartender talk to the regulars. I refuse to become a regular. I refuse to have the bartender know me. Why not? What's the problem? I just, I just do. That's not my thing. But anyway... Uh, he ordered a hamburger, which you have to admit was pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. And you saw one of your little friends from the choir, who's what, yeah, eight years old, was, ten years old? That was the strangest thing. There was a, a, a young guy uh, who is quite young, who sings in the same uh, church uh, uh, choir, huh? Choir. Choir. And uh, he's uh, he's really good. He's he's a terrific. A musician at that age uh, yeah I'm just let him go and and uh, 
his parents must be very proud of him because he's he's a terrific singer at a very young voice. Anyway, he just happened to wander into the uh, scomes and no, no uh, chimes, chimes, uh, and he just happened to be there. And I said, "Come on over here, and I'll introduce you to all my other friends." And the next thing you know, we have this whole society of people doing uh, church choirs every every, but we like it, and it's uh, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there uh, was no choir going on at Chimes, folks, in case you're no, worried. No, but there, I'll tell you what was going on there, and this is one of the things that attracts me to it. Yeah, I'm curious because this attraction that you have to Chimes is quite new. Well, I've found at least two things that are really good. Okay. And I've also found some that are pretty good. And, okay. And also uh, there are some other uh, things. What are these things? Well, not long after they opened uh, the Chimes Place, that was about three years ago, four years ago? It was open, I believe, in 2011. 2011, that long ago? Yeah. Well, uh, a natural thing, I couldn't believe that they were going to be serving uh, oysters. And, uh, and not just oysters on the half shell, they had that as well, but they also were doing a full flate, flate? Uh, a slate of uh, a, a something eight. Uh, they're going to, uh, and they have been doing these these uh, piles of the great char-grilled oysters. Char is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Oysters. Uh-huh. And uh, the first time I tried them, I thought that they were real good. And every time I've been, it has gotten better and better, including not just the oysters, which have been very nice in size, and then the, the, the sauce, which has exactly the right amount of the Parmesan cheese, uh, the pepper and all the other, the butter and all of that, and, of course, the oyster itself. So uh, I have found those to be so good that uh, it is it gets me in there, the place just about every uh, week at least once. Yeah, it's and, kind of scary, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, and, and this is with having to watch uh, any of those soccer teams in between. Well, there's nobody, what, what, there's what nobody forced. Anyway, well, soccer. there's like women's soccer right now, which is oh, yeah. really, really hot. Yeah, that's a big thing. What do the women look like? I didn't yeah, notice. Yeah, I mean, I just never paid attention to I soccer. I didn't notice. But, you know, anyway. All right, 260-6368. We had a nice meal at a friend's house over the weekend, too. That was very nice. That was very nice. interesting. That was very nice. Yeah, uh, uh, very uh, interesting people who we've known for a long, long time. Yes, yeah. wonderful people yeah. that we've but really enjoyed. Blaze is hot, which is how I began the program today. It is seriously, seriously hot out there. And uh, when we were on our way from point A to point B, I forget where I was headed, uh, you were headed too, uh, that uh, the rocks must have been, you know, must have just been freshly ground. Because the the hotness, they they were like a, the temperatures were like ninety five, ninety. I think it's ninety eight outside right now. Actually, well, it feels. I like think it's ninety eight. It's it's tough. All right, so we you talk what? about what? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just I want to uh, assuage my, some uh, 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 a nice feeling in the back of my head and uh, talk to uh, our producer here, uh, Doug. Doug, are you able to hear me at this moment with no difficulties? I'm sorry. What was that again? <laughs> <laughs> Please repeat yourself. Uh, okay. What? Uh, Say huh? 
Is it uh, no for real? Real life here, just for a moment. Uh, are we a little better than what we had last week? That one day? Uh, no. <laughs> he don't what? Are you talking about Porter and Luke? Let's talk about Porter and Luke because I think be a good idea. Porter yeah. and Luke has some wonderful food over there. It's uh, a nice little neighborhood cafe mm-hmm. on Metairie Road in the shopping center with Oquin Hart and right next door to Canseco's. And uh, they have the Walgreens on the other end. There's a Biblos in there. But it's Porter and Luke that you want to walk into because that's where you're going to find a lot of great comfort food. My favorite, Mm -hmm. I've said it before, you can probably say these by heart with us now, is the club sandwich. I asked them to not do the honey mustard, which is how they usually serve it, but I've never warmed to honey mustard dressing, and they do it happily with mayo. They serve this sandwich with fresh-cut chips, which are just fantastic. I mean, sometimes they're fantastic. Sometimes they're not. But for the most part, I think uh, you got to give them points for doing fresh-cut chips at all. What? Uh, uh, is this shape, uh, chopped? Uh, they're sliced. In-house? They're sliced, fresh-cut, like. homemade chips, house-made potato chips. Mm-hmm. They also have good red beans. Good day for red beans over there, served with a ham shank or a sausage link or a pork chop. And uh, I don't know, maybe you might be able to get it with catfish, too. I'm not sure. But they also have soft-shell crabs right now. They have great pasta dishes. Love their creamy fettuccine, kind, not fettuccine, but their creamy uh, cream sauce, you know, like a, a, an Alfredo sauce is what I'm trying to say with shrimp. Tom, what are you doing? I'm so happy you brought <laughs> up that subject. <laughs> you should see. It's a good thing we don't have pictures in here. What, um, Tom? Okay, so why? I'm weird looking. All right, big What? Deal. What are you saying? I, you know, on my way in, I always think about the program and things we might talk about and, uh, you know, what we might ignore either, but... Uh, But uh, on my over here, I had an idea, and I'm going to run it past you. You were just talking about uh, something that had a red sauce. Mm -hmm. Were you not? I was. A white sauce, actually. A a white sauce, but but a red sauce works, too. Well, no, red is red and white is white. So the cream sauce, the Alfredo cream sauce, and they also have a good uh, red sauce. All right, let's let's push it off our consciousness for just a a moment here, at least, and maybe even longer than a moment. And... uh, Take a thought about all of the things that you would eat with this kind of heat uh, with a red sauce, because there are lots of them. You know, red sauce is I don't one think of I would eat any. I don't, wouldn't eat anything heavy right now. No? Well, no. okay. Well, some of them taste better than others. I'm just trying to get something started here. Yeah. Yeah. Thump, thump. You know, when I was, uh, when I was, when we went over to our friend's house, I brought, um, they did, and I was kind of surprised to see that they were going through all the trouble to fry things, but he had bought some Desalemans catfish and some soft-shell crabs, and a lot of it, much more so than the four uh, of us could possibly eat. That's a pretty good midnight snack, wouldn't you say? Um, Well, I would never, I don't really eat things left over that are fried, so um, I don't know what they're going to do with all that. But anyway, she is sort of an old-fashioned cook. Uh, She's a very good cook. She's also a new-fashioned cook, because she she does things like kale salads. But A new-fashioned cook? But her mom taught her to cook kind of old-fashioned, and so she did only cornmeal battered all right we'll take a break we'll be right back and continue the story later 2606368 we are here we are with more of the food show here on 105.3 fm hd 
too. We'd love to hear from you about where you've been eating, what you're cooking at home, what you're thinking about eating tomorrow night, tonight, or any other place, or even something as nice as uh, just a friendship with somebody who called you up and interspersed <laughs> himself or herself That's in your cute. life. And then you uh, you are rolling and ro rocking, or other things. Uh, it's the food show, 260-1870. That's not it, is it? No, nope, you really should let me do that. Yeah. Why won't you let me do that? Do what? Why won't you let me just do that? Do it. 260-6368. menu All right, so we were at a friend's house over the weekend, and uh, yesterday we went to have some soft-shell crabs and some fried fish there. And instead of, nice instead of having heavy kind of things, I brought, uh, they always have us over, and I, I really, really wanted to bring something. So I went to the fresh market. And got a um, a it was a farro salad with farro as in like the farro in the uh, the, the please the don't please don't <laughs> please don't the say pyramid a, I was about to say please don't say that farro uh, oh, okay, as in F A R R O it is an ancient grain though and one that has renewed popularity. Uh, in these times, and so it was a really, really perky kind of dressing on a farro salad with kale, and they had some, I think, maybe goat cheese in it, and some garbanzo beans. It was a really delicious, really light, and just the perfect accompaniment to something like we had, and like I said, I... I don't know why they went through all the troubles. She went through a lot of trouble to fry this fish, but it was it was fried as almonds catfish, fried soft shell crab, and she does things the way my mom would have done it. Well, she actually does things the way her mom did it, and she does only uh, cornmeal when she fries seafood, and so it's not this you know peppery kind of flour which we've come to. I won't say except because I, I do kind of like it. I do like fish fried in a flour mixture. But cornmeal is the way I grew up with it. And that's what she had yesterday. So we had this kind of thick cornmeal over the catfish and the uh, and the crabs. And then I brought a this farro salad and also an orzo pasta salad. It was really, really good. But what was the star of the whole thing was she had made a Panzanella, is that what you say? Is that, is that how you say it? It's it a is. bread salad. It's an Italian bread salad. Mm -hmm. And like it was just fantastic. It had uh, purple onions and tomatoes and capers, which if you are presenting me with anything made with capers, I'm going to be your best friend. Mm. Uh, capers and um, and it was in a... It was like a, a French bread with kind of pretty big pieces of bread, but it was just divine. It was really, really good. She had these like plum tomatoes and fresh basil, and it was a really great little assortment of light salads that went with these um, the fish and the soft shell crab. Mm -hmm. Really yummy. Have you ever uh, seen uh, where the capers come from? Yeah, there's a sunflower plant, right? No. It, oh. It's a it's a bush, a, a bush with little leaves. Oh yeah, well, and the little fruits in it, which are little 
pickles, really, when you get to doing what everybody does to it. And it's uh, just a little BB uh, there, and then they, they let it sit in the marinade for a while. But before you get to that stage, it's, it's a uh, kind of a brush that's about, uh, I'm going to say, four or five feet tall. Mm-hmm. And it grows all over England, not England so much as, excuse me. looks Mediterranean, Mediterranean to me. Mediterranean, which yeah. I was on the wrong page there. But they, that's exactly what they are. And they uh, do the same kind of marinade with that. And uh, what's funny, though, is if you happen to be driving around, let's say you're on uh, Capri, the island of Capri. By the way, that's a great place to ever be. I would love to be happening to drive around the island of Capri right now, in fact. Anyway, uh, so you get out of your car. You... uh, Reach up and pull maybe a handful of the uh, of the capers. Nobody's going to get mad because there's so many of them. They just there they are, and then you can marinate them, and uh, they are uh, very tasty. But you you will not identify them as as um, capers. Capers. Why not? Uh, they don't taste like them at all. As well, that's because fact, they, they taste like taste the marinade. Anything. They're very the marinade they, is very salty. They, they taste like nothing. Is what they okay, are. now caper yep. berries. What's caper the difference berries. in capers and that's, caper berries? That's a great question. Well, that's what I'm here for. Let's see if anybody can guess. Okay, you have capers that come out of regular capers, which are a little, you know, like maybe a fourth of an inch, not even that big. Half an inch across. Mm-hmm. And then you marinate them and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay. Uh, it winds up doing something else, and you have heard of this. Or you just mentioned it. Uh, caper berries. What are caper berries? If capers are capers, what are caper berries? Well, what's interesting about the difference, the fact that they're both named the same thing and are completely different things, is that if you were to bite into a caper berry, which I find also as delicious as capers, and really do have kind of the same flavor profile, mm-hmm. um, if you bite into the caper berry, what you get is a mouthful of seeds. And if you, if you, I would never bite into a caper because you don't need to bite into a caper. It's only you know like a quarter of an inch, so you just sort of eat those. But what is the difference? Okay, a caper is a little fruit. Um, a little. Uh, it's a. It's a better thing to say. It's a. Uh, uh, a berry, not a berry yet. It's. Uh, mm-hmm. It is. Uh, this we were just using this word a second ago. A bud. A bud. Thank you. A little bud. That's exactly. It. It's a bud. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then it is put in the marinade. To pick up all of these other flavors that are in there, kind of like what you would do to olives, if you can imagine. We marinate it, yeah. You marinate, and then when they're ready to go, they come out, and now they're about the size of of those mm-hmm. things too. And that's and they become caper berries at that point. And the interesting thing is that the little ones and the big ones taste about the same. At least they, they do. do. To me. They, they do. They do. Yeah, that's what I'm so saying. They taste exactly it's the same. Different. Yeah. And I like them both. I mean, to me, yeah. they perk up any dish, and and I find them though very, very salty, which I guess is the marinade. That's exactly. I mean, they're they're extraordinarily they're, salty, they're, and I've had they're pickled. I've had a lot of capers over the weekend because we had um, we had that divine. I mean, I think this is my favorite one of these anywhere. 
There are lots of charcuterie platters out there, and yeah. I am the Ooh. charcuterie queen. I love that. But to me, Del Porto has the best one. I was about to say that that's one of the reasons you devour those things uh, the way you do in the no, way I, I, I do, I love it. I love it. So yeah. we ordered, we had four of us at Del Porto, and we ordered the, it's a $25 platter, but it really serves four people very, very well. I mean, you could actually kind of quit after that. You shouldn't because everything else is fantastic on the menu too. But, mm-hmm. um, but we had the charcuterie platter, and it had, gosh, what didn't it have on it? It had um, cantaloupe. Garlic and sardines. No, there was garlic. There was a whole oh, pod yeah. oh. of roasted garlic on it. They had some eggplant, some other grilled vegetables. They had some blue cheese, some um, little triangles of other cheeses. They had mortadella and salamis and prosciutto and focaccia crusts. And uh, it, that was toasted and just just a whole bunch of things. But they also had a lot of unidentifiable things. Or maybe it's because it was dark in there. But What was that? But they had uh, capers and some marinated and pickled onions kind of all together. So it it sort of melded all together in flavors. And it was it was really great. But then I ordered something really unusual at Del Porto. Yeah, what's that? Well, I mean, I've had just about everything at the menu because I, I just love it, and we're over there all the time. But um, there was a kid at the next table, and he had this really bright red sauce on top of just spaghetti and one meatball on top. And mm. I thought, you know what? That kid's meatballs and spaghetti looks really good. So I said, I know this is a peculiar question with all the great stuff you have on the menu, but I've already had all that great stuff. So is there any more meatball and spaghetti back there? Here? And they brought it. And oh, they, they did. And they brought it. So I had wow. one meatball on a little pile of spaghetti with some really great red sauce. I thought the meatball was a little too well done for most people's taste. It was perfect for mine because I really like my meat well, d- killed, Del cooked. Del Porto is not that kind of place to begin with. No, it's not, but I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really great. good. It That's was a no fresh, no, it was like a fresh uh, red sauce. It had a great fresh flavor. And the meatball was large. I'm glad I didn't order two. She asked me if I wanted one or two. I'm glad I didn't order two. And it was just the right amount of spaghetti underneath it. And together with one pasta dish and a portion of that gigantic platter, I was really full by the time we were done there. And the bill was really cheap. It was like $75 for the two of us. Uh, speaking of the, the two of us and the and the rest of us, uh, do we have a sponsor at the moment? We do. And you know oh, what who, it is? Who You'll never guess. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Porter uh, and Luke. Order and Luke. <laughs> Porter and Porter Luke. Porter and Luke. Porter and Uh-huh. Well, we've certainly heard of them. <laughs> uh, Sometimes I just got to laugh, folks. Porter and Luke. Yeah. Well, they have a following. As they well have a. Oh, that's not what I'm laughing about. I'm yeah. laughing about this show. Porter and Luke is uh, a great little place in, on Metairie Road in Metairie, and uh, they have just all kinds of wonderful things. They are open for brunch now. You can get special things off the brunch menu, but you can also order from their enormous regular menu. What are some of your favorites over there, Tom? Oh, uh, my number one is their turtle soup. 
yes. their turtle soup there is got a big flavor, if you know what I mean by a big flavor. It just it does doesn't just. I don't know. Is there something special to mean by a big flavor? Well, yeah, because you have little flavors by things that you take a pop in your mouth and you realize it doesn't have any flavor at all. There's surely enough stuff. I hate when that happens. Oh, me too. I hate when that happens. <laughs> so, uh, uh-huh. but that's what we were wound up or often and that's okay with me because uh, that I would I almost never miss that intersection when I go there at Porter and Luke uh, you know they've do you like the I know you like the salad they have the salad the that has the three chunks of the wedge and one of them has the crab meat ravigot on it which is really great then they have the shrimp remoulade and the other one has the fried oysters right that's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty good. It's really good. Yeah, Those are all good versions all of those three things. They have other good salads. They have sandwiches, poor boys, a lot of fried seafood. Porter seafood. and Luke is lots some of, place that good, you want to check out. Fish. Yes. Good fish. Uh, we'll be back after this are. break. 260 uh, be coming. Hello, it's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. It's wonderful to be here every day talking about food, restaurants, cooking, wine, and the entire range of all the food we eat when no matter whether it's the old day or the new day and the new new uh, what is it whatever <laughs> anyway <laughs> so we were talking about capers. capers you wanted to yeah. say something else from the almanac that you found on the on the shelf did you yeah, did, did you you were talking about phyllo dough phyllo just the, uh, right over I love here phyllo dough yeah because uh, you know we we made hundreds and hundreds of those uh, what do you, call, you? I like the way you call them uh, something oddball. What, what is it? Beggar's purses? No, no, that's a different deal. Those are little crepes. No, I think I've made them with phyllo dough. You talking? Oh, about, I'm sure what you are you, what are you, do it. What are you yeah. talking about? What, what, well, what have we made hundreds of? Uh, in our uh, daily. We've made some spanakopita, but not really, not really a lot of that. I mean, I love spanakopita, but yeah, well, um, there's another one. I, the only thing I I can remember ever using phyllo dough for was beggars' purses. Well, we've we've gone through a hmm. few kinds of appetizers here, but at one time I did beggars' purses with um, with chives tying them up. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty good. I think I think I might have filled that with some kind of mushroom thing. Here's some more things. I, I also did like a stack of mushrooms on phyllo, just stacking the phyllo up. What what? Which takes some doing because they're very thin, slender, and yes. and they get they get moisture absorbing pretty soon. Yeah, I love phyllo. What yeah. what is it that you? So here we go. Uh, very uh, commonly found in Middle Meester. He's Middle Eastern. <laughs> Eastern, uh, uh, that part of the country and uh, in the world, for that matter, you can froze it. You can froze it. Not only freeze it, but you can froze it uh, you, as long as a year, uh, and uh, with wax paper, preferably, uh, and a damp cloth. And don't let that the cloth touch the phyllo because it makes it soggy and unmanageable. Yeah, it does make it unmanageable. If you get any of those doughs on your hands and they're wet, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah you kind of have to scrape it off. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to save this one. You know where else I went over the weekend? I'm going to use my, my business card. All right, great. The, the, yes, you yes, you did a few times. It shows that yes. I'm a colonel. Kentucky colonel. Colonel's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, um, I yeah, I went to breakfast with a friend over the weekend yeah. at Toast. Toast. Tell me where that is because I've heard about it, but I have not been. Where is it? 
Toast is on, well, the one that I went to is at the former location of Laurel Street Bakery. Oh, that's the neighbors good. must not be happy about that because really? why? Yeah, because I don't think Laurel Street Bakery was ever as popular or even remotely as popular as Toast. Toast is mm. really hot. It is really hot, and um, they have not only the original location in that one of Octavia and Laurel right there on the corner there. Um, but they have also opened by the fairgrounds on Gentilly Boulevard. And most recently, last year, they opened a location in the French Quarter right there by the French Market. Um, the actual, I don't know if it would be like the beginning or the end of the French Market, more like the beginning of the actual French Market where they mm-hmm. had the, you know, where they had the, um, the vegetables and all that. I mean, the French market goes on for a long way. I think beginning, I guess it's tech, technically maybe beginning with Cafe Du Monde, but it's not there. It's further down. It's like the two blocks down where it starts um, It starts the actual um, vegetable stands and stuff like that. But anyway, it's like right there. It might be the corner of Dumaine or St. Louis, but kind of deep into the quarter on Decatur. And it's a little kind of a walk-up. It's got, you know, just a bar and maybe a few tables. But that is one delicious place. It's the uh, owners of Tartine. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, and uh, th- There's a, a very profitable uh Tartine place that's on the West Coast. Yeah, I, I right. Think. And I love everything having to do with anything tartine. I yeah. like tartine. I like tartine, the bakery out in San Francisco. I like the tartine here. It is uh, the one here though is um, is tucked away. It's like on a it's a one block street off of Broadway on Perrier, mm-hmm. and it's Broadway it's, it's really oh, it's oh, really kind of it. hidden. It's almost down by the it, river. It's really hidden, yeah. yeah. And um, and it's a charming little place. It's a tiny little place, and um, they've been around since 2010. And it was a breakfast place, and. I've always, I mean, I brought a couple of people there. I, I like it. It's, you know, quiches and salads and stuff like that. But then they really kind of hit the big time when they started Toast in 2014. And it's just delicious. But you where, know what? Where are these uh, locations? There's the one that's that used to be the Laurel Street Bakery uh-huh. on oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uptown at uh, Laurel and, and Octavia. And then there's the Fairgrounds location on Gentilly Boulevard. And then this one that I was just talking about, Decatur. Uh, and I don't know the cross street, but it's Decatur right where the French market actually becomes the vegetable market. But um, they have really, it, it's 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 so so gourmet for a breakfast place. I mean, it's it's really I won't say it's out there because they're serving all the things that are hot right now, but it just goes to show you the difference in the sort of the old-fashioned breakfast and then this new way of doing things. And it's it's things like toasts. I am not a big fan of toasts. No. You see toasts everywhere, you know, particularly like avocado to toasts. To you. To you. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, toast the bread is, um, is, is something that you see everywhere now. You see it 
on menus that aren't breakfast places and you can get like an avocado toast and it's almost like the the signature of a, a restaurant that's hip so i'm not really into the toast too much although they do make their own bread and so their toast is in fact pretty good but um they had a lot of really cool stuff on the menu some really like huge entree items and uh it was it was really good i have to say this though this is something that i find um a little bit frustrating yeah you see something come to the table and it's so eye-poppingly gorgeous that you automatically assume it's going to taste just as gorgeous but it doesn't and it's really frustrating when you dig into something and you're all excited about it and then you go well you know this is good I mean it's not bad there's nothing wrong with it but you just kind of have this expectation after you look at it and then it doesn't live up to the expectation has that ever happened to you oh it happens all the time I mean sometimes I think of something that just sounds like a great idea and you take a bite of it. We, we were just talking about it. Some of those breads that you're seeing in the top-end kind of restaurants lately, they've been grilled to black on in stripes on both sides. Oh, that's not a problem for me. I like black, mm -hmm. but anyway. Oh, well, I'm glad you do to make up the uh, the extra space there because that, to me, is just a complete fraud. It just it doesn't taste uh, like very good bread to me. Uh, you can hardly eat it. Well, it's kind of hard to get very good bread in a restaurant. I mean, there's not a lot of good bread out there. If you were to name the places that have good bread, they you can kind of always trace it back to Belgard, in my opinion. You know? Belgard, yeah. I mean, anybody that's doing Belgard bread, if you've got Belgard bread on the table, to me, your restaurant goes up by, you know, five points right there before anything else comes to the table. Because huh. Belgard is so good. I mean, it's just so. It is. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. It's. It, they go the extra mile to source out the really good, close to the hearth kind of wheat, and it's extraordinarily good. I I absolutely love Belgard. I love their epi breads, which epi are breads? yes, which are, those little. I first saw epi breads at. Bottega Louis in LA, but they weren't dark, ryeish kind of flowers, like whole grain flowers, like they do at Belgard. It was purely a white dough, kind of like the pizza dough, but it was just fantastically good. And Epi breads, you I don't even know why they're called Epi breads, but they're just like this. I don't know. It's like well, if you were to it's, make a, a raindrop or a horseshoe or something. That word Epi. Uh, we, it's just another example of how uh, I, I had advantages from having gone to Jesuit high school. Mm -hmm. Epi means basically something on top of something else, basically. Mm -hmm. it, it has a lot of different meanings, and that is uh, certainly true in that meaning. How does how do you remember that? I mean, I took Latin too, I don't and I was really good at Latin, but I don't remember stuff like that. I mean, I remember growing up in, in school and all through uh college where i would know automatically what something meant because i had taken latin and i knew the root word yeah i'm sorry folks. Uh, oh but it gives me an opportunity to get in here and uh, and try to impress you all with this andramoi enepemusa polutrapon hosmala pala plunktes epes trieron toliathron epersen those are the first 10 lines of the odyssey in the original greek 
as they taught us how to do at Jesuit High School. Tom, if you could only remember where the bathroom is it now, would I would really trade make a that. Wouldn't it? <laughs> I would so trade the first lines of the Odyssey for that, I have to tell you. Anyway, um, so Epibreds, I didn't realize that there was, um, that that was, you know, goes that far back, but I just know them um, as when I see them. And I don't see them very often, but I do see them two places in oh, town. What are the first two? The first one is at Broussard's. Broussard's has white epi breads, and they are yeah, scrumptious. Yeah, they always have, and they, they make them look like little bread. Uh, they have kind of like a, a... They're like little horseshoes. Horseshoes, yeah, good, yeah. good, good guess. And, um, and Justine. Justine has you epi know, breads. I think that is getting to be the best new... Uh, bistro of the city. Well, it it is for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Alerts? wonderful. No, wait, that's not. It's 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 yeah, fantastic. I, I love Justine. Yeah. Anyway, those the if you're looking for what an epi bread is, they are serving epi breads. Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to talk us and I talk to us and I I really wish you would. Two six zero six three six eight. Otherwise, I'm going to wind up having to talk to Tom this whole time. Yeah, and I'm um, such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about New Orleans hamburger and Here seafood. Let's just pick New I Orleans had, hamburger and seafood. I had to move all this is, stuff the other day. Yeah, I don't know what Tom's doing, but anyway, uh, New Orleans hamburger and seafood is where you will find really great. Kind of everything local cuisine. They have a lot of local specialties. They have um, poor boys, mm -hmm. fried seafood that is perfectly fried to order. It is golden brown, greaseless, and um, crunchy. Mm -hmm. and you can get it spice delicious. If you want to spice it up, ask for spice delicious. They have spice big, they have big, fresh, crunchy salads, and they have char grilled oysters. Mm. So, oh, oh, I forgot to mention the hamburgers. Yeah, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood has good hamburgers, too. They, they have, like, a really big selection of hamburgers, something like 10 or 12 of them. So go on over and see what they're doing over there. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood, they have 10 locations. They do, and I think one of them has charbroiled oysters. They all have charbroiled oysters, now? yes. Oh. So you I might want to go, go check, that, check out. that out. Yeah, exactly. well, you, you love charbroiled oysters. So, Every chance and now I that, get, but I'm not perfect, you know, and so I have to put up with slightly perfect. And now and now you're you're big on the chimes, charbroiled oysters. So if you're... Big if on you're, the chimes chart. Yeah, the Chimes um, Char Grilled Oysters. It's that's how oh. that's how much you love Char Grilled Oysters. If you're going for the Chimes Char Grilled Oysters, that means you are really really looking for any chime uh, any Char Grilled Oysters that you can find. Mm -hmm. Because if you're doing Chimes, that's that's interesting. Very interesting. Gregory. Just, Gregory is here uh, and ready to take a call, or maybe. No, I am. I can tell you what. I am ready to take a call. Hi, Gregory. I'm ready to take a. I'm ready to take a pill right now. <laughs> a pill. You know what, Gregory? I'm with you. What? I'm with you. Know. What's going on? I know oh, Doug Mary is. Ann, Go ahead. Long suffering Marianne. Long suffering. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is so cool. You guys. If you looked up long suffering in the dictionary, there would be my picture. There you go. <laughs> there it would be. It would yeah. Be. And then Tom in the background mouthing something we can't understand. <laughs> yes. What? Is yes. that true? Yes. Are you still yes. getting that? Oh. <laughs> 
Gregory, please all due respect, say Mary something Ann's that makes this. sense. Go ahead. I beseech With all due you. Respect, Mary Ann's got this show. Y'all uh, um, <laughs> uh, mentioning, I'll just mention Justine. I had to call in. Boys, yes. I, had a, I had a fabulous time Saturday night over there. Oh, that's right. You went there. Yes. Where'd you go? You had another couple with you, right? Where, where yeah, was Justine? Right. Justine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Justine. Yeah, that's a, a, a wonderful little new restaurant, I think. Okay, so how was it? What'd you have? I did the burger and I dipped it in that sauce thing they do, and the palm frites, and the and I and we had appetizers, and we had mm. we had some we had some flash fried oysters, we had on top of some greens, and we had uh, what else did we had? Were they busy? I, I mean, with the burger, the the the, the uh, burgers, the burger, the burger, the burger on that bread, incredible. Yes. Well, you know, yeah. that's Justin DeVilliers, so he has a really good burger right. over at La Petite Grocery, so I would have expected nothing less, you know, than well, a good burger at Justine. I just, I I didn't think I'd be calling to talk about a hamburger, but I do love hamburgers, and I like them perfectly medium, you know, and they cook it any way you want it, obviously. But that bread, the bread, is the bread and that sauce, the sauce you dip it in, oh, my gosh. Well, it's, it's Bellegarde. And Gregory, oh. I don't care what you're calling to talk about. I'm happy to have you. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> well, I'm I'm happy to hear you guys. <laughs> so, it's, so were they busy? Kind of was was just was Justine busy? Very busy. Yeah, yeah. Very busy, but I mean, I was expecting that. And yeah, um, it's a hot place. So, you know, you know, it 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 I wasn't so bad the weather wise because as you walk down. Down the uh, charters, you know, you're getting that breeze coming in through the buildings, and that's one of the things I like about French Quarter in the evening time. Even if it's summer, you you might get a river breeze; it just blasts right through, and you know, it makes you feel like, oh wow, it's it. I can live. Humidity wasn't that bad either. <laughs> I'll survive. Uh, I don't know about then, you, and, but and then well, after that, after we went there, um, my friends didn't want to go. We didn't want to leave the quarter right away because uh, we had Uber, so um. We went to the Hermes bar at Antoine's time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Was it good? It was fantastic. Talk about a great little uh, bar crowd going on there on Saturday evenings. I'm sorry, my little puppies are walking in now. Oh, yeah. Do they still still have that bargain deal that they have? It's the the, uh, age of the restaurant, um, and uh, it's a three-courser. Yeah, well, they didn't go eat. They just went to the we bar. We were doing we were doing cocktails and um, if you order like like cocktails, you know they have that um that um what they'll do is they'll do that oyster for oyster for poor boy and they'll split it up for you like in four ways mm-hmm. and that, that's, yeah, a, that's, that, that's that's a, that's a terrific appetizer. That I'm telling really you, is. that pate foie gras and the oysters do just just perfect. Although we got to start eating oysters because we. We're about to lose a bunch of them. You know that, huh? Oh, I don't think you're going to lose. Why? Uh, because well, of because all of the, the uh, intrusion of this fresh water. That yeah, in, all the fishermen the are having way. to go way oh, west. Oh, oh, from the opening of the spillway. Yeah. Um, yeah, because of the okay. spillway. A lot of the oysters have 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 died. Sections one, two, and three. They can't. Oh, really? Having to go way over to four and five, which is by Cameron Parish, almost to Lake Charles. Hmm. So. Oh, but anyway, the oysters were delicious, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Do they serve a lot of food know. at the Hermes Bar? Is it like a full menu, can or is it just bar food? Oh yeah, you can you can pretty much order whatever you want over there. Um, I don't think they're very picky, but they do have this little bar menu that uh, they oh, would rather. They do you have order a bar from. menu. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So 
we just we just did bar, you know, we did the oyster three ways, and then we did the oyster foge po boy, and they cut it up into four sections. You know, the little so bit after ways. eating it, Justine, you went over and yeah. ate at the Hermes bar too. Just to have cocktails because oh, my well, friends didn't want to leave. My my, wow. my my friends didn't want to leave the quarter. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's Only that in New there. Orleans can you do that. I mean, Only I, in New Orleans. Well, yeah. and they had one of the best tour guides. I I learned from the master, Tom Fitzmorris, how to oh, show people brother. a good food time. Hey, you, you know, <laughs> I've, I've got a, a funny little secret about uh, something that occurs uh, at that uh, late evening or early dining at Antoine's. Uh, and it, it, if you mix it the right way, you have this combination of... Uh, First of all, a, a cocktail. And then secondly, I'm never going to get this done in time. No, you're not. Well, That's we'll, okay. uh, we'll be back. We have another hour all right, of the Tom. food show coming up. So long, Marianne. Thank you bye for bye. calling, Gregory. WWL Radio, 105.3 FM. HD2. That too. And we'll be back with more of it. And we'll, maybe we'll even have a, a, an item off of this. Maybe we'll even have a caller next time. 260 Call us after the, the news break. Let's see who this young guy uh, is. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.